You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters, who is moments away from leaving for the airport to go to Denver for the Stanley Cup final that starts tomorrow. But we're we got to do Trade Talk Tuesday. Trade Talk Tuesday. Every every Tuesday, Trade Talk Tuesday. So really excited about this day. How are you guys doing, first of all, before we get into it? I'm good. Petey's probably – I'm probably the, in the best shape of the three of us. Petey's been traveling nonstop. You've been yeah. sick. I've just been working from home. Yeah, I need, <laughs> yeah. Working, drinking, drinking uh, Four Peaks Growlers live on the air. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'm gonna gonna take another vacation in a week, so or Boom. less. Than, so. so, what major news is breaking next week? Everybody, uh, be on high alert. Don't even say it. <laughs> yeah, and well, I think that's that's exciting today. I'm not gonna announce. It, I'll let you announce today's trade, but it does have some playoff implications. So it's an interesting topic for today's Tuesday trade talk. It does. Um, and because of the Stanley Cup final starting tomorrow between the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning, we thought, let's do the Darcy Kemper trade because it's super relevant. It's a more recent one, the mo- most recent one we've done so far. But Darcy Kemper, hopefully, if his um, health is OK, will be playing in the Stanley Cup final, which was the whole intention when Colorado acquired him last summer. But before we get into that end of the trade, Let's start at the Arizona Coyotes first acquiring Darcy Kemper and and look at it from that side, too. So I'll just kick us off with the facts and then we can dive into it. Um, It was February 2018. The Coyotes acquired Darcy Kemper for her to him, Scott Wedgwood and Tobias Reeder to the L.A. Kings. Uh, Of course, Scott Wedgwood has been back since, which we can get into, but he did not play a game with the Kings. He ended up just playing for the Ontario Reign, their AHL affiliate. And then Tobias Reeder played 20 games, had four goals and six points, and then left both Wedgwood and Reeder left as free agents from the LA Kings. Meanwhile, the Coyotes got Darcy Kemper. I'll pass it over to you. Petey, do you remember the setting, why they got Kemper in the first place? I'm sure you do. Uh, was Aranta hurt? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the answer to everything in that era. Was Ranta hurt? I think they, they stole that line in Carolina, too. Is Ranta hurt? <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, Auntie couldn't stay healthy, obviously, while he was a coyote. And he was brought here 
to be the number one goalie. They thought that, you know, given his numbers and the way he had performed for Chicago, New York, that he was ready to take that step. But I don't think what they really understood about Ronta's body is that he just couldn't handle the workload. He, he broke down often. And so at some point, you know, they went up, I think they went out and got Darcy Kemper, to be honest, as a backup at, at, at that time. But he very quickly showed them that he was ready to become a starting goalie in the NHL. And not only a starting goalie, but an elite starting goalie. He had uh, had a crazy path himself with the Minnesota Wild, of course, the team that drafted him. He flamed out there, ended up in L.A., and he talked about this. I wrote about this quite a bit. He worked with uh, L.A. Kings goalie coach Billy Ranford, who, of course, played for those Edmonton Stanley Cup teams way back in the day. And it really changed his game. He really got, you know, not only did he make some technical changes to his game, he got his confidence back in L.A. He really played well. If you look at his numbers for that short stint in L.A., he was really good in that time. And I think it just was a continuation when he came over to the Coyotes. Yeah, it's one of those situations. You look at the Coyotes have done it over and over and over again with guys that are were, were just either on, on the precipice of leaving the league or in the American League or a definite backup, you know, Brzezgalov, Dubnik. Like, we've talked about it over and over, and Kemper falls into that same category. Like he, They really wanted him to be the guy in Minnesota. They were hoping he would be the guy in Minnesota, and it just didn't materialize for him there. And sometimes you just need a reset. So going to L.A., change of scenery everything was great but when he did come here Craig you're absolutely correct he came as the backup like this is anti Ranta's backup he, it was financially listed as such it was just known in the room he was the backup but it, we talked about Aiden Hill played his first few games in the NHL that same season he wasn't quite ready so they needed to make a move Louis Domingue played some games that year and we all remember how that all went for Arizona with Louis Domingue so they really needed to find somebody else and Scott Wedgwood was the miracle guy that stopped the streak, but it was time. And and I think he, he needed to move on too. And so I don't think they knew what they had with Darcy Kemper, but when you traded him, there was some rumblings around the hockey community. Like, wait a minute, you just traded Toby reader away. Like Toby readers on your penalty kill. He's getting a lot of ice time and he's not a goal scorer, but he's getting, you know, he's a, he's a, he's an integral part of what you're doing for a backup goalie. Like really? Like maybe you could wait till the summertime and get him for, for nothing. Um, Hindsight, that was a, that was actually a really good trade but by John Chaika. And um, the following year, you look at his numbers that season that he came and he ended up, he played 10 games. His numbers weren't great. I mean, they were over three goals against, under nine save percentage. It wasn't great, but it was what Darcy became later. And by that second season, you go, oh, maybe he's the guy, not anti-Ranta. And it started to be more even, like a 1A, 1B. But then you get to the playoff season of 1920, and there was Kemper's our guy. Like Kemper's the guy. And, yeah. and so I think it was a maturation by him and how he evolved around this team, and he took ownership and leadership. He really became a different goalie during that time where he he did take on the, hey, I, I'm the goalie of this team, and I'll take responsibility. And it was a lot of me, me. Like It was my fault. I got that. I should. He, he really endeared to his teammates because he had that attitude. This is on me. This is on me. I got this. I'm the starting goalie. He had that swagger. He had this. You just said, this guy's a number one. And I remember getting a call. And, well, well, we'll wait. That's coming up later. But but he, 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 he was a guy that was able to rejuvenate his career in a new setting. And he became that playoff run. And we, that's hard to call it a playoff run. I understand. Be, the, <laughs> the bubble the, the, run. The, the, the bubble run. The, beating Nashville, 
put that on him. Like you yeah. talk about Mike Smith in 2012, but what he did against Nashville and even into the first few games of, of the Colorado Avalanche series, he was lights out. Like he was really, really solid. The knock on him has been similar to what we said about anti Ranta is his ability to play long stretches of games consecutively without getting hurt. And you've seen it now in the playoffs been hurt twice. So does that tag still stay with them? I, I don't know. And, and I for the Colorado Avalanche, they need him to play. It starts, right? With the Coyotes too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's tough. I, I don't know that it's to the extreme of Auntie Ranta, but yeah, he's he's had a few injuries and and certainly like we'll get to the playoffs in a minute, but yeah, you, I, I think it's been a mixed bag for him. But I need I need to stop this for a minute because I'm not sure if you saw what happened around the 520 mark of this podcast. No, audio. this is audio only, Craig. I think this is the first time in PHNX Coyotes history that all it three is. of us have been wearing glasses at the same time. Because I, I need to say, these are not prescription glasses. I actually have perfect vision. These are blue light glasses um, wow. be, because I just have been staring at screens so much. These kids today. So I can't wear them on live shows because you can see the, the light. The ring. The ring light. Oh, I do. I see them both. Well, that's crazy. Look, uh, people should see that. We should get a screenshot. <laughs> yeah. That's... Sorry. Well, there you go. Sorry, everyone. Craig's Great attention visual. to detail. Just imagine the ring light reflection on my glasses. Um, <laughs> before we get to the the other side of the trade, the other part of it in the 2018-19 season when Ronta was injured, Kemper played a career high 55 games, and then he actually finished fifth in Vesna voting which is unbelievable, especially given where he came from. So I think when you look at that trade as a whole, that like bringing Darcy Kemper in for the Coyotes, that was a huge win. Yeah. I should have been a finalist that year. I really yeah, did. I do too. I do too. For the, the, what he was able to do for this team in that short a period of time. Um, unfortunately, like, you know, Craig sometimes get forgotten out here in the Valley. If that would have been a, made it to the playoffs, maybe. Get forgotten when when good things happen, when bad things yeah. happen. Yeah, it's <laughs> everybody jumps on, and it's funny because Toby Reader is a guy that I really like. Toby, I, I thought Toby did little oh, things right. Guy. He's a role playing guy. He's a guy, and I, here's one thing I hate, and I'll point it out. I hate, hate, hate when they say, "Oh, you can't win with that guy." You can't bullshit. Like, don't tell me who I can win with and who he, put a guy on a good. There's guys on really good teams that win the cup that would be at the different team, and they're not going to win. So I'm so tired. Why well, you can't win with that guy? Well, yeah, you can. You just depend on where the mix is. You don't think Toby Reader could be a fourth-line penalty killer for a team go up and down the wing? I, I think he could. So that's me. Um, I like Toby Reader. He felt he fit a role. He, he's not going to get you over the hump. He ended up in Edmonton. He didn't get the numbers I ever thought he would. And again, we were talking about trading for a backup goalie. And and I my thought at the time was, well, backup goalies really? We're trading a player that plays every single night for a backup goalie that might play one out of every seven. Whoops again. Petey was wrong. You remember the uh, narrative around Toby Reader when he had that when he went up there in 2018-19 and he played 67 games and he had no goals. Yeah. Was it the team president? I can't remember what who came out. Was it the president or the owner that came out and said, "Well, you know, maybe if Toby Reader scores a goal, we have a different season." It was like Yeah, then you knew oh your career's gosh. over. It was brutal and it was it was probably not the way he intended it to come out, but it created this narrative or these these memes all over Twitter like if Toby Reader had scored a goal, this war wouldn't have happened on the other side of the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I guess, I mean, you could say what you want, but at the end of the day, both of those players were free agents that walked from L.A. after the season ended. So 
it didn't in LA didn't win a cup. So no, you know, yeah, it was yeah, no, no, this was a completely one-sided trade as it turned out. And, and I'm glad PD, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it. I know it's, it's like taboo to mention anything good that John Chica did around these parts these days, but <laughs> that was a good trade. And there's nothing you can say to discount that no picture is complete black or white. It's just not true. Yeah. There were some good things that John Chica did, and that was absolutely one of them. It was, and it was a good financial move too at the time because Darcy Kemper was making under two million dollars as the backup, and and he goes on to play all of these games. It was a bargain for the team. I know he signs a contract later and makes more money, but but he was a bargain for this team. Absolutely. Well, we'll go forward to his trade away from the Coyotes to the Colorado Avalanche. But before we do. Who are you guys? T- well, well, we'll do our whole playoff review tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, never mind. I'll save it. But I was going to say, who are you going to take in game one? But I won't. I'll save it for tomorrow. Um, but you can get the line for tomorrow night's game already on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And not only the line, you can do player props. And not just for the game, but you can do series props. You can do who you think is going to win the series. You can do player props for the series. You can do who you think is going to win the con Smythe. Now is the time to get all those bets in because once there's a result in game one, it's going to completely shift the odds um, because DraftKings is so up to date. So I'd recommend downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to lock in all of these odds today um, you can also bet on the nba final as well and right now new customers who download the DraftKings sportsbook app and use the promo code phnx can make any five dollar bet during the nba finals and get 150 dollars in free bets instantly that's promo code phnx only at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details so let's get into the trade that sent darcy kemper to colorado um, this one was more recent memory for Coyotes fans. Obviously, the Coyotes sent Darcy Kemper to Colorado and retained part of his salary. And in return, the Coyotes received Connor Timmins, who unfortunately Coyotes fans only got to see for six games this season before he sustained a series and ending ending injury. The 2022 first round pick from Colorado, which will either be pick 31 or pick 32. We don't know which yet. Um, and then a conditional thir- 2024 third round pick. And the condition on this is Arizona receives the 2024 third round pick if Colorado wins the Stanley Cup. So they're still on track um, for this to possibly happen in 2021-22. And Kemper plays in 50% of the playoff games. Yeah. And he's he only needs to play one more playoff game to play in 50%. He's going to get there. Now it's just a matter of whether Colorado can dethrone the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are on... <clears throat> An unbelievable run, again, which we will talk about at length on Wednesday. But in terms of you know, when, when you look at what the, what this what this all came out to in the end, to get a first-round pick, and Con- I, I'm still excited about Connor Timmons. I don't know where he's going to end up. Listen, if he's a top-four defenseman, a big right-handed defenseman, that's a win to, to have that as a throw-in piece and also get a first-round pick and now maybe a third-round pick. But – Darcy Kemper has uh, paid a lot of dividends for the Coyotes on both ends of this. Well, this is one of the things. Well, this was a waiting game and a patient game for Bill Armstrong because when when at, at, there were points in Darcy Kemper's brief stint here as a Coyote, you could say, yeah, he's, he could garner a first-round pick. I could see that. More likely a second, but maybe a first at times. But when he, last season, well, he wasn't great. Like the, the last season in Arizona, he wasn't great. His numbers weren't great. He didn't play great down the stretch. He was hurt a lot, and you go, oh, shit. They're not going to get a first round pick for Darcy Kemper. It's not going to happen. And so Bill Armstrong waited 
And he waited and you waited and you go, God, he's still not going to get a first round pick. And then all of a sudden, Philip Grubauer decides, you know what? I think I'm going to go sign in Seattle. And here is a team, the Colorado Avalanche, built to win the Stanley Cup without a goalie. And now the phone rings. And guess who's got a first-round pick now? So if not for Bill Armstrong being patient, Darcy Kemper's a second or a third-round pick. And, I, and I'm not exaggerating that. That absolutely, he was going to get a second or a third-round pick if not for what happened with Philip Grubauer because he is the next best option. And you can see what he's done for Colorado and where they're at right now. They are not there um, if, if, if Francois is playing 82 games. So it was another win for this organization because they get the first round pick, but even bigger than that, if they can, but if they can get the third round out of this, <laughs> wow. And Connor Timmons. And now you've seen, we kept saying, why, well, how could they get rid of Connor Timmons? Like you, a high skilled defenseman that they can move the puck. Well, guess what? They have more of them. They got a yeah. lot more of them, you know, McCarr, Byram, T- T- Taves, like they've got guys that can move the puck. So I don't feel too bad for the Colorado Avalanche defenseman and losing Connor Timmons because, um, he's a guy that's going to be highlighted here, hopefully. I mean, we talk about his ability and skill from the right-hand side um, and what we all think on this show, what do you think he can be? I guess we'll find out more next year, and hopefully he's healthy and can play more games. Um, so you get the draft pick, you get a player, and then you can potentially get a bonus draft pick for a player that Darcy Kemper would have won more games this year than Veggie. I'm, I'm just – I hate to say that Veggie had a good year, but Kemper's going to win more games. He was more experienced. He's played more in the league. Veggie never played in North America before. So they would have won more games, but to what end? Like, what would the value have been winning five more games to this team? Worst draft pick? So it's a win for Kemper because he goes to a team that can contend. It's a win for the Coyotes because they get the picks to get through the rebuild so they can contend. Everybody wins. And when you get a trade when both sides win – that's fantastic. And so then you get a, a willing partner for the next time. So who knows? On the on that note of getting a first round pick, and I've said this before on our show, I was told by multiple people around the league there was no way the Caddies were getting a first round pick for Darcy Kemper. And you're right, Bill waited. Now you had to have those circumstances that you mentioned, but keep this in mind when you think about another potential trade this summer, Jacob Chikrin. People keep saying the price is too high on Jacob Chikrin. There's no way they're going to get their asking price. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what transpires this summer. We'll we'll see what happens when multiple GMs are feeling the pressure to make a major move because their team did not win the cup. And talk about another similarity where Darcy Kemper had an unbelievable season, had not as great of a season, still went for a first-round pick, Jacob Chikrin, this past season for him wasn't his greatest. The season before was unbelievable. So could be a similar storyline. I also hope that maybe in like three years or something, we'll be doing this trade talk Tuesday again. And then we'll say, can you believe the Coyotes got so-and-so at pick, On that pick 32 yeah. or 31 in the 2022 NHL draft? Like that was such a steal for them. Um, so hopefully that'll be the story one day because that would be phenomenal. Um, and I think it's it, it would be great to get that third round pick as well just not like bring on the picks i think this is this is a very rare rare hockey occurrence in a trade that ends up bookending with two successful trades like darcy kemper coming in and darcy kemper going out i would say we're both wins for the coyotes so i don't think you get to say that very often and i know people listening are like oh you're always negative negative coyotes lost another trade mm-hmm. not only did they win this one once they won it twice so this is a Hopefully. this is a great well I they've won it twice already because getting Timmons in the first round that's a win 
so I know the 32nd pick, we'll see who, who that turns into, but I trust in Bill Armstrong. Hey, Leah, can you look up for a minute? Like, look, there we go. Thank you. I just screenshotted the two Spearmint lifesavers that are over Leah's eyes right now. So that image for later. Oh, my gosh. Craig and his additional content. <laughs> oh, Lord. Great audio episode. Um, any other notes you want to make on this trade talk Tuesday. Not as many uh, trade trees here yet. It's still not yet. It's still too new. I think there are once these draft picks get picked and we'll see where Connor Timmons ends up, what his career looks like. You know, the two-time Norris Trophy winning Stanley Cup champion, Connor Timmons. Um, (laughs) Wheel of Fantasy has been spun. Wheel of Fantasy. Where does Kemper go? He's a free agent after this season. I don't know. I don't know. And and again, you look at his numbers aren't Mm -hmm. phenomenal. His numbers in the playoffs. the reason they're here, right? He's not, yeah. I mean, you can say regular season, he, he certainly helped, but in the playoffs, his playoff eh, numbers right yeah. now are, are there. I, I, somebody who can quote me, but look up the goalie stats. Like he's, yeah. So 15, I have, I, I have, his, I have his numbers. Um, so in the regular season, he was phenomenal. Um, and he had yeah, 921 saved 254. Yeah, yeah. 20. And I pulled Craig's favorites at 25.1 goals saved above average. Um, I know Craig loves that stat. Um, in the postseason, he's not really, he's, barely on like the top list at all on nhl.com he is, has a six and two record but the team has only lost two games in, in the playoffs so um 2.65 goals against average 0.897 save percentage but of course the injuries have just um been an issue i hope i hope i hope i hope and i'm biased so keep this in mind but i hope that he comes through for the colorado avalanche and ha- puts on an unbelievable playoff performance so it's worth it for the avalanche fans and and they get it done but I don't know. Yeah, and I we'll think see. for him, for the, I do that for two reasons. One, the draft for the Coyotes, and two, for the kid. Like, I, good for him. He's a good person. He was a good yeah. teammate. He was a good Coyote. Um, yeah, I'd like to see him have some success. And and I, all indications are, as of right now, that he'll be the starting goalie tomorrow in game one. That That's the indication that we're hearing. And uh, barring some unforeseen circumstances, he'll be the starting goalie in game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, who doesn't want that? So congratulations to Darcy Kemper, a really good person, teammate, goalie. So good for him and wish him all the luck in this playoff series. But win it in four so I can come home. Again. <laughs> so Petey can go home. <laughs> yeah, just, just saying. <clears throat> well, we'll see the uh, the fruits of the, the labor, I guess, if you will, um, for the that first round pick that the Coyotes got Darcy Kemper for at the NHL draft on July Seventh, and of course, Craig and I will be in Montreal, but Petey and Sean will be at Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe, um, July seventh at four p.m. The official PHNX Coyotes draft party. So exciting! Cannot wait. Um, four Peaks, of course, is our newest partner for PHNX. Craig is texting photos of my glasses and I'm distracted, <laughs> but we're so excited for the draft party. Um, the P. All the PHNX crew will be there, minus me and Craig, of course, will be in Montreal, but um, there'll be tons of four peaks to enjoy. I know PD will Don't be say that casually. Flex, flex on that. It will be in Montreal. It will be in Montreal. Bonjour. <laughs> but, you know, right. Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe is pretty great, too. Um, I've been enjoying Four Peaks, especially. It's so hot. It's so hot. Like, it's too hot, too early. Um, but a nice glass of Four Peaks. Really, really makes me feel better. Um, of course, 21 and over only enjoy responsibly, but we all love Four Peaks here. And we're not just saying that. Like, no, it's genuinely, true. Genuinely. Like, Sincerely. 
Some of the beers we were drinking, yeah, like in pack therapy, I think from those early games where you're drinking Four Peaks. Yeah, we we it's my favorite local beer Mm -hmm. is the Kilt Lift. I've said it over and over again, and it's been Mm -hmm. since day one. I said, hey, if you need to get a beer partner, let's look at Four Peaks. And Leah and her peach fills the fridge. It's fantastic. We we, I'm I had a I had a Kilt Lifter last night on the barbecue grill, and uh, as we were grilling at 112 or 14 or whatever the hell it ended up being last night, I had had a Kilt Lifter to help cool me down and. I, I am sincerely, this isn't shtick. This is really real. You've seen in our show. Like we all three enjoy it and drink it. I am so excited for the draft show now. Um, not that it wasn't before Leah and, and Craig. I'm sure it was going to be great. But now at Four Peaks, I ordered, I pre-ordered an Uber for a half hour after the draft show. Pre-ordered. <laughs> you already pre-ordered. Get, the, lock in that good rate today. For three Uber. weeks away from now, I got that Uber getting me home. <laughs> because oh that's three and a half hours. What do you want me to do? I'm supposed to have three and a half hours of club soda. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> so yeah, Sean and I were going to be in one, I think. But that that's going to be that's going to be fun. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Um, and of course, we'll have tons of draft content coming to gophnx.com. So become a member today. There's going to be a lot of video content that you can only access by becoming a member today at gophnx.com. The Coyotes offseason is this is more significant almost than like Javier Gutierrez said yesterday. This is our Stanley Cup um, <laughs> come July for the draft. So lots of stuff to look forward to. Craig would have coming up on gophnx.com. Well, as you know already, my uh, next story in the scouting series uh, appeared today on PHNX, gophnx.com, looking at the European amateur staff. Um, I will finish that series with looks at the, you know, American and Canadian staffs, and then I'll have something right ahead of the draft. But I also have an arena story coming later this week and a fun little piece that uh, dovetails well with the beginning of the Cup Finals and uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning going for a three-peat. All right. And, you know, everyone loves arena stories, so. (laughs) We should just do it full time. Seriously. More to come on that. Any final notes? We need to let PD catch his flight here, but any final notes on Trade Talk Tuesday? That's it for me. Let's go. Yeah, just hoping Kemper gets a chance. It would be cool to see Darcy come up because he's a good dude. I don't know how available these players are. You know, I didn't, we didn't have any coyote connections in the last series when I was in, in Tampa, New York, we have one now. Um, never say never, never say never. The PR, the PR, PR department uh, from Colorado, Craig knows (laughs) they they will not be so willing, willing to give their starting goalie during a Stanley cup series run access to the PHNX coyotes podcast. ESPN badge, buddy. Flash that ESPN. So so we'll, we'll see what happens. Never say never. All right. Well, check out PD at the playoffs content on Twitter at PHNX underscore coyotes. PD at the playoffs is the hashtag. Lots of great content from the road. He'll be partnering a lot with DNBR in the coming weeks for some great all city coverage. We're super excited about that. Please like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to PHNX sports on YouTube as well as follow PHNX sports across all social platforms. There's tons and tons of great stuff out there. There's Arizona sports content five days a week, every beat, no matter if it's in season or out of season, five days a week of content. So we appreciate you all so much for listening again at PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. Lots of fun stuff coming up this week. We'll be back live for our Stanley Cup final preview show tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports 
YouTube channel. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day, everyone.